Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. <laughs> good day, chick. And I'll just say right back to him, I'll say, good day, toots. Did the t- boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 109 of the Pressure Point podcast on this beautiful Monday evening here in Melbourne as the final round of the home and away season is upon us. And very different feelings for the two of us uh, at the moment. Um, It's been an emotional weekend and um, yeah, I'm sure we're going to really dive into it over the next uh, 40 to 60 minutes. I think we will, absolutely. Mm. But yeah, you're right. It's a very, very different feeling, um, especially probably the way we've been feeling all year. It's probably reversed the roles a little bit, potentially. But Mm. um, it was an interesting round of footy. A lot happened. Um, Yeah, we'll just, I may as well just dive into it, I guess, shouldn't we? Well, yeah. And you pretty much got what we were so badly after and was the finals lock that you secured. And yeah, we were 10 seconds away from it and got pinched. Absolutely pinched from us. Well, it actually, it, this is bringing it I feel like I got a lot of it off my chest tonight when I first rocked up here. But, geez, it's, it was bloody, that was a bloody tough pill to swallow. And you were at the game and I wasn't, which is weird. But yeah, It was weird. It was weird being there. Um, it was one of those ones. It was like an un, like from neutral fan, unreal game of football. Um, I'm sure even Carlton supporters can recognise that. It was unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, obviously you just ended in heartbreak with Cozzy Pickett. I don't know how he... Pulled that goal out of his ass, and then to see players like Jake Malksham and Jaden Hunt playing the games of their lives as well, you know, for guys that are normally fringe players and just you know turn it on like that unexpectedly, um, yeah, it was a it was definitely a sight to behold. Mm. Um, well, I know you were you were thirtieth that night, so you couldn't quite get there. What were your takeaways? I'm sure you were still watching pretty intently. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was that so it was at thirtieth, and there was it was on the big screen. Um, funnily enough, I wasn't expecting to to catch much of it, but. It was right there in front of me and, um, yeah, I kept a close eye on it but didn't really um, look at it too closely. Um, but from what I could see, it just looked like a really low-scoring defensive game. I didn't realise how good the game was until I watched the replay the next day. But, yeah, w- once it started heating up in that second half, oh, boy, I was uh, going a bit crazy. But, um, yeah, when Charlie kicked that goal, I thought, here we go, it's done. We've got finals are secured, finally. We're going to beat Melbourne, like the reigning premiers. Like, I'm like, is this... Like, are we back to that, to that form from a few weeks ago? And and then oh, the last two minutes, just, oh, just couldn't finish the job. I mean, yeah, we had the ball at our half-forward line with a minute 30 to go, and you think we just chip it around, which we tried to do, and somehow Matt always misses a target from 15 metres away and falls on the ground, and Adam Saad's forced to kick to a contest, and it all sort of unravelled from there, and the D's got it forward, and... Yeah, as you said, Cozzy, how did he kick that? I don't know. But he's yeah, he hadn't really done a lot for the for the night either. No. It was sort of one of the only he kicked in a nice goal earlier in the game, but other than that he hadn't really been seen too much. So I think he just saw the opportunity and he, he somehow grasped at it. But it's interesting how how foot, it's a game of inches. I mean, I know mm. it's a cliche thing to say, but it really is. I mean, you that that kick to Saad hits its target. Saad holds onto the ball for another 10, 15 seconds. Yep. Hits another short one or launches it long, you know. But that extra time, it just it would have all changed things completely. Absolutely. So, you know, the kick that just missed him could have, if it just hits him, it's a completely different story we're talking about. So it's uh, it's heartbreaking, and you know, I, I can uh, tell you that I've, I've been there, so I know I know what the feelings like. But uh, maybe not with as much on 
on the line. Yeah, what you guys had it was just with what was on the line, and you know, we and that we had it there. We were eight points in front with you know three minutes, two minutes left, and thought it was there, but um, but yeah. Apart from that, though, geez, it was a bloody good game. Um, as I said, I had to watch the re- replay to really um, to really see that, and yeah, it was two quality teams just really going at it. It looked like it was a finals-like contest. It was fierce. The intensity was was massive um, and I can't lay the most tackles of any team this season with 87 which is huge and I mean we had to we had to show show something after a really bad two three weeks um, and yeah we almost pulled off um, uh, a great win but you now it just it just it's all part of the script though isn't it we have to now we have to get the job done against our our rival Collingwood to uh, secure it it was almost written in the stars. I think uh, mm. Terry, I mate mean, Terry from Blue Broad, said that in the um, fan cams after the game. He said it's almost like it was, yeah, it had to, it, ha- like it had to be like this. Yeah, it mm. had to be that fierce contest. Collingwood need to win, make top four. You guys need to win, make top eight. And it's just, it's all set up to be an absolute ripper at the MCG this Sunday, which we'll talk about obviously a little bit later. But yeah, it was, yeah, um, yeah unbelievable like game. That heartbreak from from this loss will be completely forgotten about if we can knock Collingwood off next week absolutely oh 100 yeah. percent. but hopefully the players don't forget about it all week like uh, you, yeah. you want this to sit with them you want it to sting yeah 100 percent. like which it will they looked absolutely destroyed after that yeah i think they they, they knew what it meant yeah so anyway we'll yeah. um well, let's, we'll move move on, let's move on to your club they can, uh they had a very different story over the weekend absolutely well look played look, a very different team played a very different team we played an undermanned hawthorne um, who had a lot of their stars not playing. I think CJ was out, Sam Frost was out, Wingard, Warble, Lewis. Mitch Lewis. They had a lot of their stars out. And, you know, being that they're not going to play finals now, it made sense. Put them, on, put them on ice for the rest of the year. So it was a, you know, we expected to win this and we did it quite comfortably. 61 points. Tom Lynch kicked eight goals. I thought he was going to go for 10. It would have mm. been nice to see him kick the 10. But they, I don't know, they were, he didn't really do a lot in the last quarter. They, they had him on the bench a lot. I thought maybe he was injured, but he came on. Didn't, yeah, didn't really get near it in the last, but didn't need to. He'd done his job. So, look, good signs. Um, you can only beat who's in front of you, I guess. But, yeah, nothing to really look get too excited about. We beat Hawthorne half their yeah. side out. So, um, yeah. it was still good to win, obviously. And, like, you know, I guess the opposite of what Carlton did on the weekend. We were lucky enough to, yeah, lock in our spot for the eight this year. And we don't know where we're going to finish yet, but we know where we'll play finals regardless. So, it's, yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's good to have the Tigers back. One year off. Um, <laughs> yeah, still a lull. Just a lull, and I mean, we all thought it was going to be another another year off. You got pretty close to not even getting there at all. But that you lose to Brisbane that that game a few weeks ago, you you're probably not making it. I'd yeah, say. no, well, exactly. If we lost to Brisbane, we would have had to have beaten Port Hawks and then Essendon three weeks in a row. But I don't reckon yeah. we would have gone to Adelaide and beaten Port if we didn't have the confidence. Yeah, from beating Brisbane, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah I think before before that Brisbane game, I was very skeptical about whether we yeah. were going to play finals or not. So yeah. Everyone's perspective kind of changed once we got over Brisbane, um, albeit at the G, where they don't really win very often, do they? So yeah. it was, you know, suited us a little bit. But yeah, we, you know, we'll take it absolutely. So we're yeah. playing finals, and it'll be uh, good to go back. Well, what's the likely scenario for the for the Tigers matchup in the well, first week? I've been hearing. I think there's around um, two hundred different possibilities yeah, that there could still be for the top eight. The way it shapes up, which you know we're going to mention a little bit later in the mm. the broadcast. But um, in the broadcast, broadcast. like it's live. <laughs> In the podcast, We're on the channel episode. seven, yeah, absolutely. I'm just getting used to it, mate. We're going to be there one day. We're going to be there. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, so that like I was saying, there's so many possibilities. Mm. Like, for example, if you guys knock off Collingwood this week, and then Freo win, we'll and we win as well. We'll finish seventh. Collingwood finishes sixth. 
we yeah. play Collingwood first final. Yeah. We could we could play Freo first final. We could play Brisbane. Like there's we could play anybody at this yeah. stage. Yeah, I think the only one that's guaranteed we're not going to play is Carlton. Unless we both win first week of the finals. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about first week of the finals. We're not going to play. Thank God. I don't know if I could do another elimination <laughs> final against Carlton at the G. Yes. So I'm glad that's not going to pan out that way. But yeah, so th- there's so many possibilities. Yeah. I, I'd love to play Collingwood just so we can stay in Melbourne. Don't have to fly out. Um, although having travelled interstate for a final before, it is a good experience. So I, I wouldn't hate it at the same time as long as it's not Perth, where the flights mm. are 500 bucks. Yeah, very expensive um, to get there. Brisbane's a lot cheaper. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind. Brisbane going would there. be good. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, but I don't know if I see Brisbane losing at the Gabba this week. It's a tough one. It's, 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 it's a gonna tough be a one. Great game. We'll get to the games. Soon. We could even play Melbourne at the G. Actually, so, yeah, no, yeah. It's very interesting. It's, it's exciting that there's so many different options. Um, exciting but nerve wracking. Yeah, because like you just you'd almost want to know now so you can start planning. Yeah, for what's going to happen? But that's that's all footy, yeah. I guess. Part of it. So. Yeah. Well, a team that won't be planning for anything is the Saints. I mean, they might be planning their end of season trip. But They're still that's, mathematical. That's They're still a mathematical They're chance. Not it. They're not making it, yeah. especially when Max King is kicking like that. Yeah, and look, I think it's been touched on and scrutinised a fair bit. I was at the game, so I went to three games of footy this it's weekend. A big weekend, yeah. For you. Three games yeah. of footy. I went to the Saints um, Brisbane game. I went to Carlton Melbourne, and then I went to Tigers Hawks on the Sunday. So three days straight, fronted up, played footy on Saturday. So I'm all footied out at the Jeez. moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a big week. I think you like footy. I love it, yeah. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, look, it was... Saints had their chances, and, yeah, I mean, you can't... I mean, you probably can point the finger at King and say it's mostly his fault. I mean, he kicks a few of those goals. Could be a different story, but you don't know. Like, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, he, he could kick his first goal, just say he takes a shot, goes into the middle, Brisbane kick three straight out of clearances, and then get, you know... So, it's easy to point the finger at Max and say he we lost because of him, but... You never know because the game changes if he kicks one through and it goes back to the center. But it's still not good signs. No. Max King missing like that, and they're all directly in front, like 20, 35 meters out, mm. twenty to thirty-five out. Like they weren't really difficult kicks, no. which is the worrying. It's thing. all a mental, mental game with him. Has to be. Does St Kilda kind of have egg in their face now after refusing outside help? Well, was Matty Lloyd? A I was going to say ago, that, and then year? they've come out again and said, "No, we're not going to be seeking external help. We, we back the the people that we've got here." Well. Clearly not working but I don't The people that you've got there I don't understand What the issue would be With bringing someone Like just say it was Lloyd oh, yeah. again And helping him With his technique yeah. What would the issue be Like where, why is there an I'm issue I'm not sure I think it probably Undermines who they've got At the club yeah, But who do they have At the club I'm not sure Well that's the point mm. That can't be any, Like it's not No one that notable I mean we'll probably Get found out by Saints fans Now I've said that But yeah. you know what I mean Like I don't understand What the issue would be With going to Matty Lloyd And saying Just help me tweak My technique a little bit it Might help me kick straight yeah. up Or yeah. just Matty well, Lloyd's come out many times, like offering to help. Said he'd happily do it. Yeah, yeah. Or it might even be a mental thing, like change just about your mindset, and you won't. You know what I mean? You'll think differently when taking yeah. a set shot. Who knows what it'll be? But I don't understand why you wouldn't seek that outside help. And Max King took the initiative to go reach out yeah. as well. So he did that, and then the Saints shut it down. So yeah, do you blame sure. King? I mean, you also got to have a bit of responsibility and stuff to be able to kick straight. But he's done the right thing by trying to find help, and the Saints have shut it down. So a lot of questions there. Definitely. I think they absolutely need it for him. You know, we, we know how good he can be. I mean, it wasn't too long ago when people were comparing him to Buddy Franklin. So yeah. he's uh, he's got a lot of talent. He just needs to get his kicking boots on and he'll be fine. But yeah, I think I mean, Lloyd is probably as, as, good as, as good as they get in terms of set shot goal kicking. He was a freak at it. He rarely missed. Um, so Oh, right up there, wasn't he? If King can get his help, I think that'll, be, um, that'll do him a world of good. Just on that game... 
mm. Brisbane. How good is Cam Rayner? Wow. I think that was that his breakout game. I think it was. I, I mean, we all knew be. how good he was, but he could, yeah, be that X factor come finals that we've, yeah. we've seen so many other players do in the past. So he could honestly be that um, that player that just rips the finals apart. Yeah. So if he gets an opportunity, you know, to do that, I think he absolutely will. So yeah, yeah. I'm loving what we're seeing from Cam Rayner. He was great, and yeah. like the, the theatre behind it, he shushed the crowd yeah, at one point. Like it was. I mean, mind you, it was a pretty small crowd. It yeah. wasn't really many people to shush, but it was, yeah, it was still theatrical and I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, very good to see. Well, big news as we uh, sort of gone to gone to air tonight. Um, <laughs> gone to air now, are we? Broadca- channel, broadcasting. Channel 7, are we? <laughs> just as we broadcast. Well, not really. I mean, it's been news throughout the day since the morning is the Essendon Footy Club in absolute turmoil. Just kind of out of nowhere. I mean, they got absolutely flogged by Port in one of the most embarrassing losses, really. They were insipid. Um, and then it all kicked off Monday morning um, with the president resigning. There was reports that Ben Rutten was sacked, which has turned out he hasn't. Um, I'm still not convinced. Yeah. He might not have well, been sacked today. The time of recording, he hasn't been sacked, officially sacked just, just yet. Well, that's it. I mean, like I said, he might not have been sacked today, but yeah, tomorrow, next week. Yeah, who knows? You, you presume they were trying to get in quickly... For Clarko, the race for Clarko, you'd imagine that's why they're trying to get in quick. And if I was North Melbourne, I'd be a little bit anxious at the moment. I've I've heard it's done with North. Clarko's done. That's the thing. But then I I heard today, I mean, you don't know what to believe. I heard today that apparently Clarko actually would have preferred um, to go to Essendon if they had been on the table Mm. earlier. So, I mean, who knows if that... Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Like you said, though, Rutten's still locked in at this stage. So, until we get something changes. But the thing that I found disappointing from an Essendon perspective was I think it's been about four or five times now this year that Rutten has said along these lines that this is disappointing and we won't stand for Mm. it or tolerate it but then it continues to happen over and over and over again yeah for a side that made the finals last year what what's the answer yeah how do you continually put these performances up like do you just trade half the team and rebuild again like you can't surely start from scratch they've got Good young crop coming through, but is it the senior players? Mm. I've got no idea what, what's going on. Stinks of uh, David Teague's last season at Carlton. Yeah, there's it's a lot, very a lot similar, about it. Very similar, where the cliche lines in the press conferences and... Who yeah, won the inside 50 count? Yeah, yeah, all that garbage. Yeah, it's very similar, very similar timelines as well. Um, both, yeah, I mean, just about... If he coaches next week, he would have completed his second season as coach. Yeah. Which Teague had two seasons as well. So, and got, yeah, got sacked on his last game. So it's, yeah, it's very similar, but I don't know. What, what, what do you think happens? Do you think he, he sees it out or do they give him another year or? I mean, it's, it's if Clarko wants to coach Essendon, Clarko's going to coach Essendon. That's the thing. And has anyone spoken to Clarko? I mean, the Bombers have been doing themselves um, an injustice yeah, by not reaching they have out. To. And you presume they probably already have. Mm. I mean, the rumor is going to come from somewhere. I mean, Neil Mitchell was the one that dropped the news yeah. that Rutten was gone, and Neil really Mitchell strange, doesn't cover football. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, the but the smoke this fire, I say. So yeah. I reckon Essendon probably has reached out, and whether someone's taken them reaching out is Rutten's definitely gone, or it's you know you know what I mean. It could mm. just be they've reached out. He's not available. It's all right. We'll stick with Truck. See how he goes. Yeah. Or because I mean, I feel like Clarko, you're going to take over most coaches, aren't you? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're a coach and you haven't won a premiership recently, you, you're probably a chance. Like on the cho- you're on the chopping block if Clarko's in the picture. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, they'll be doing themselves an injustice by not asking, but it's going to be, yeah, real interesting times ahead for the Bombers because last round, obviously, this week, and then what? The season ends. Is that when they, they pull the pin on him? Mm, yeah, I know. Let him finish the year? Yeah. No. Who knows? It's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out, but I hope Clacker goes to North for yeah, many th- reasons. It'll be a better story, I think. Former like player. Got- Exactly right. Former player. Um, I think he's still got a lot of mates around North Melbourne. Yeah. North of... Struggling struggle, club. Struggling like, club. They need someone like Clarko. That's the thing. Like Essendon, yeah, they're struggling on field, but they're still a massive supporter base. The, mm. You know, top a big, big four club in Melbourne. Like, they've still got all that around them where North don't have that. Yeah. They're just kind of strugglers at the moment. Mm. So they, they'd need someone like Clarko to come and turn things around because, you know, Tasmania could, could be looking good for North otherwise yeah. if they don't shape things up. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that actually ever happened, but you know yeah. what I mean. So it'd be good for Clarko to go there, and I reckon he will, like a big call. Like yeah, a big that's call what said. I was going to say. That's why, I mean, I called it, so I know what's happening. Which, so don't try to tell me he's going to Essendon. Mate, you're all yeah. over it. I'm you're all over all it. All over it, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, the Pies, their bubble finally burst on uh, the weekend. It was bound to happen. Mm. And I did say last week, I think it'll happen against the Swans, and I'll get that kick up the arse they need before finals, which... You, you, I think every club, not that you want to lose, but I think every club wants that reality check rather than going in with an overly big head. Um, and they got that on the weekend. Yeah, the Swans just sort of picked them apart and looked super dangerous. And now Sydney is sitting second on the ladder. Yeah, they're looking very good, the Swans. Very dangerous. I think they're a real chance for the flag. Like you think about the calibre of players they've got. Like Buddy Franklin, as yeah. old as he is, still had a blinder of a game. Like yeah. You've got these young guys like... Heaney, who, Heaney's not even as young as you think, nah. but he's still like 25, 26. Yeah, he's a star. Papley's playing some really good footy. Papley, you got, you got the McCartan brothers. Parker. Um, Warner. Chad Warner's a... Errol Golden. 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 Golden, Golden. Doesn't matter. It's all the same. But you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, they've yeah. got an unreal, like, an unreal lineup of young crop, but also a good mixture of seniority as well. So. Yeah. yeah. And do you reckon if they go deep enough, Kennedy can come back and play a fair, like a last game? Like, if he's healthy, he's in the best team. Did they put him in a final though? He's barely played all year. Yeah, well... Yeah, I don't think so. It's too big of a risk. Yeah, it's a risk, but I don't know. I Not guess with his injury history. You, I feel like they wouldn't even consider bringing him back if he wasn't 100%. Yeah. I think you'd, you'd chance a rusty Kennedy. You wouldn't chance him in if he final. was... In a final? Yeah, I don't know. It's in Josh a prelim Kennedy. or something. But, but he's been around for so long. He's not a young guy that hasn't played all year. You're thinking of used to the, the Sydney one, yeah? Not the West Coast. What? West Coast. <laughs> Yes, the Sydney one. We are one. talking about the right one. Yes, the Sydney one. We all know I've made that mistake in the past. Fuck off. So I shouldn't swear. It's unprofessional. But if you know, you know. Yes. But, um, yo, yeah, I'm talking about the right Kennedy. No, but 100%. He's been around for how long now? He's like, Yeah, but he's... He's one that had the most contested possession. I think... He's been able to get on the park this year. No, I know. I, I'm not saying you'd 100% put him in. I think it's you'd be silly not to weigh up the option. I mean... He's that experience over his whole career that I feel like he could miss a lot of footy in one season and come back and still have a good game. If his injury like isn't 100%, definitely not. Because of the age he's at as well, he's more likely to do it again mid-game and then you're stuffed because you're a player down. But I reckon if he's 100%, you'd have to consider bringing him in. Mm. It's an interesting one. I don't think I would, but I see your, I see your argument for yeah. it. Well, it's so. funny I say that, but then if you go back to 2019... Um, Alex Rance did the ACL in round one. He was pretty much good to go by grand final day. Um, and the club, I think, pretty sure from memory, gave him the choice and said, look, if you feel fine, we'll make leave it up to you. But mm. And then someone said to him, 
what if you went on in the first quarter, did you knee again, and some someone else has missed out on a shot, and now the team's a player down because you made that decision to go yeah. play. I mean, in hindsight, we won by 84 points, so he probably could have played, but in that, he made yeah, the call himself. Tough to, to live with. Yeah, he that. made the call himself to not play that game, but the club weighed it up, which I mm. think you, you kind of have to at that point. And I feel like the Sydney would probably put it in Kennedy's hands and say, if you're up to it, it's up, look, we'll leave it in your yeah. the ball in your court. So yeah. interesting interesting uh, times ahead to see. He might not even get up. He might not even be fit yeah. enough to play. I think he did his hammy pretty bad. And they have to go deep as well. Yeah. Like, if, if they get knocked out, just say they lose and they get knocked out first round. Well, obviously yeah. he's not going to be there. So interesting times. Yep. Booing players. Is it okay? Um, very dependent, I think. Um, depends on the reason. I think, and I used the example before with you, I think if it's a Adam Saad leaving Essendon going to Carlton deal and then Essendon and Carlton play the next year and Essendon fans boo him, I think that's, I like that. A bit like, again, I'll use the word again, it's a bit of theatre um, and I don't mind that at all. I think it's, you're just booing because you left your club and you're a bit salty and it kind of adds to the atmosphere of the game and all that. And, it, you know, it, it hypes the game up a lot more. Yeah. I like it quite a bit. When you're booing players because you don't like them, um, you know, probably like Ginevan was getting booed and Cripps was getting booed um, by Melbourne fans for the, well, it was obviously for the decision that got overturned last week at the tribunal, which, you know, Cripps didn't overturn himself. Mm. So why are we booing Cripps? Um, whether yeah. you agree with the decision or not. One of the... Most fairest players in the competition throughout his whole career, like up until last week. But yeah, that's what, but that's <laughs> the first ever time he's ever come into um, a tribunal. Yeah, issue th- there's not many. There's not many reasons to hate Cripps unless he tears your team apart. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I thought the booing there was uncalled for. Like I said, I was there, and every time he went near it, he was getting booed. And then Ginevan was obviously in the news for getting booed. And I mean, he didn't. It didn't seem to bother him too much on camera. But mm. he's talked about his mental health problems in the past. So who knows? But. Yeah. And especially while he was injured, like why build a kid on the bench with the like he's got the jacket on, yeah. he's not playing, not taking part, he's missing the week after. Like yeah, why, why no would we build him? No need, especially yeah. if he's not on the ground. If he's yeah. a, look, I feel like Jack Inman is also the type that brings it on himself. Yeah, he's a smart ass. He gets a reaction. He knows mm. what he's doing. Yeah, I think it's and then be silly for Ginevan to turn around and say, "Oh, I don't deserve to be booed." Well, yeah. no, you, you you do in a way. Doesn't mean I necessarily agree with it, but he's getting under the fan's skin, mm. and it's no surprise it's happening. Yeah. But doesn't mean I agree with it. So yeah, I think if, if it's apply, you're getting booed because you've changed clubs and you've gone to an opposition club, especially a rival like Carlton Essendon are, mm. fair game. Um, but I think in these situations, probably just park yeah, it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I tend to agree with that. I think, yeah, Ginnan's definitely brought this up upon himself. Like he can't, he can't. I don't think he has come back and said like he doesn't like the booing. But yeah, he can't. I mean, he, he's the way he he plays. It's that. An antagonistic role, yeah. Like, it's like that, and it works though because he yeah, doesn't antagonize the opposition exactly. players. But what you think that's not going to translate to the yeah. fans? Of course it is. Yeah. So you know what you're doing. Um, but and it's working because he's a good player. I think the the issue is he was on the bench injured. There's probably no need. No, that's that's yeah. where I have my issue as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, because he's he's not playing. Like yeah. he's not doing anything. Why build a guy that's injured? Yeah, he's fair enough if he was on the ground with the ball. But he's being a smart ass doing what could he did yeah. against Freo when he's holding the ball. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, of course. Not it while he's on the bench injured. It's a bit mm. rough. No. So mm. yeah, maybe park that one up. Yeah. But it is interesting though that Collingwood fans getting angry with uh, Sydney fans it's for quite booing rich, him. isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. Have <laughs> you ever have you ever heard of what happens when you throw stones at glass houses? Glass houses. Fans, so exactly. Very interesting. But we weren't supposed to talk about it. They aren't the brightest bunch. No, yeah. no, well, a lot of them aren't. No, no. But we were going to talk. We weren't supposed to talk it up. We're going to bring it up because there's a bit of a background beef going on here between 
You and Max about the pies. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to bring this up because Max reckons you won't give Collingwood any credit this year. Um, I and, gave him credit last week. Admit that they were good. You did. You'd, I, I, I will attest to that. You did say that they were good last week. Uh, now they've lost a game. Does your, does your opinion waver or do you still think they're a contender? Or do you, no. th- do you think they're a contender is probably the first question. Um, it's a good question. Like, I, don't, I definitely don't... I definitely don't think they're not a chance because absolutely they're a chance. If they finish in the top four, they're, they're a big shot for mm. it. But I think the game against Sydney was a true reflection of what's been happening over the last 10 weeks. And, yeah, they just didn't... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, yes, I, I agree that Collingwood are, are a decent team, but I don't think they're playing as good as what they're... Win loss says, okay, ah, right. yes, that makes mind. sense. Yeah, no, that that, that did make yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, you're saying that their their win loss record doesn't necessarily reflect that their style of footy or their form, the form that they're in. Yes, yeah, like absolute credits for them for you know, eleven wins in a row is not no fluke, but it was just the way that those wins were transpiring that put that doubt in my mind whether they're you know, up there with the best. Is it also a bit of Carlton Collingwood rivalry coming no, out? No. No, no bias. No, no, I can admit when a team's good and shit. That, no, this is true. Yeah. This is true. So, so. now nah, there you go. I just had to lay it all out there because yeah. there's a lot of well, background man, beef going on here, and I'm, I'm well, sick of translating messages. So I'm just glad it's all out there on the table. I'm man. not sure if his credibility is too high either. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> didn't you say uh, he doesn't have a podcast? So. Didn't you say he didn't watch Collingwood until they started winning some games this year? <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, well... Um, I think the last time he watched was 2010. Well, is, he <laughs> <laughs> is he even going to watch this weekend? Oh. Oh, Collingwood? No, no. He's, he's going to the game, actually. Oh, so is you, he? Might, you might bump into each other. Surprising. Yeah, yeah, no, he'll be there. Okay. So you, you are probably bump into each other. Yeah, right. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Very interesting. Watch out if you're in the vicinity and you see uh, Max Robinson and mm. Marcus bump into each other on the weekend. Yep. Well, we'll, we'll see. I'll uh, make sure I'm wearing a helmet. Because he doesn't seem like a happy, happy customer at the moment. So. <laughs> You're all a Jack Inovan, mate. You're Jack Inovan. Yeah, You've got I know. Under his skin. I know. That's all right. All good. It's all a part of the Carlton-Collingwood rivalry. But rivalry aside, Collingwood's had a great season. Surpassed all expectations. Fantastic what they're doing. I just don't think the way they're playing can stack up for a premiership. Unless they're in a grand final and there's two points in the yeah, game. If they keep rolling with that those close games up until grand final day, absolutely they can win it. Why can't they? Mm-hmm. But I just don't think as a whole, the way they're playing, they can win it. Yeah. No, right. I, I think that's I think that's fair. Nothing unreasonable about yes. that. No. There okay. we go. And we'll find out this weekend when they absolutely. play Absolutely. Well, speaking of next weekend. Shall we get into the games? Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into it. Round 23. Yeah, this is, the is, end. This, this is the end. It's a bit sad. It is. Mm. It's, it's uh, weird that I'm not talking about this weekend as I don't give a shit it's because it's over. Usually, I do not care about the last round for my team. Well, I this, just, just want the season done. This must be one of the most nerve-wracking round twenty-threes you've ever experienced. Definitely, like by by a long this shot. This is the biggest Carlton Collingwood game I've ever, ever, will ever go to, as a well up until now. Yeah, but like I can't think of a bigger Carlton Collingwood game than than what's happening this weekend. Wow, and a bigger. This is a big Carlton game since. Dare I say it? The, the eliminate. Well, I, it is, I, I it almost is. think this is bigger 
Well, it is in a sense because... Because we didn't even really make it that year. No, exactly. So I think in a way it almost... There was no pressure on us. I think it was the, the win made that game what it was. Because you, if you had a loss, you would have been like, oh, well, we weren't supposed to be there. Probably, yeah. You probably wouldn't have taken the loss that hard that year. Yeah. But I think what it, Carlton's done this year, what the expectations were, you know, after 10 rounds um, compared to where you're at now, I think that's what makes this game as big as it is. Plus the fact that Collingwood are playing for a top four spot and the double chance. So yeah. there's so much invest, invested in, um, for both sides there. So yeah. I'm going to go out and say this is Carlton's biggest game in 20 years. Jeez. I'm going to say it. Well, I've told you before the game, and I'll say it again, I am going to do my best to try and get down to the game as well. I mm. don't think I'm going to get in, to be honest with you, the way that the tickets are looking. But yeah. just for the as a neutral fan, this game is going to be incredible. Yeah, so it's going to be I, huge. I can't wait. But well, it, doesn't start we'll, with, it doesn't start with we'll that We'll end with that. Let's start. Brisbane, Melbourne, Friday night at the Gabba. Just as big. Huge. Massive implications. Winner finishes in the top four. The loser misses the top four. <sighs> big. As we expect with pending other results, but we expect the other results to go the way they do. One of these teams will miss out on the top four. Exactly. And Brisbane having the home advantage, It, I mean, we play, they played in Melbourne. D's got them pretty comfortably yep. from memory, um, however long ago that was. But back up at the Gabba, Brisbane have found some good form. They knocked off the Saints at Marvel. Um, I think they beat they you guys the week before. Yep. That, yeah, so I mean, they're in good form at the moment um, and at their home ground as well, a bit of a fortress up there. You think they're going to cause some damage again and don't know, does the tough game um, tired tire the Melbourne players out a little bit, the shorter break? It, not that it's that much shorter, it's only six days, but who knows? It's mm. going to be tough. I think, probably unpopular opinion, I think Brisbane. Yeah. I think, Mel- I mean, the, the, the odds on sports bet don't suggest it, but I think Melbourne would probably be favourites just yeah. because of what they've done last year and the, the calibre yeah. of players they've got. But I think Brizzy. Brizzy at the Gabba, I think only because it's at the Gabba. No, same. Definitely. Yeah. Um, this is at the G. I'd definitely be picking Melbourne, but I think Brisbane at the Gabba. But oh, gee, and it wouldn't surprise me if Mel- Melbourne got up as well. So it'd be, uh, yeah, no, it's I'm gonna, going, be, it's going gonna be a great game, but yeah. tough to call. Yeah. Saturday Arvo, GW, GWS, and Frio the at Orange Team. Where is it? What ground? Manuka, <laughs> Manuka, Manuka, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. I still stand by that. It look, it's it's red. Manuka. Manuka. Anyway, Manuka yeah. Oval. Yes, it is. And Freo, another one, playing for a top four spot. Yes, exactly right. So every game this weekend pretty much means something apart from a couple. So Exactly right. It's huge. I think Freo win this one. Yep. I haven't they, seen enough from the Giants to give them any to. faith. And, and yeah, you're right, Freo they have, have to, to win. So They dropped this, Freo. They, they're not going to win the, f- the flag. No, they, they don't beat the Giants this week. They won't win the flag. So, yeah, enough. I agree. I think uh, Freo win this one for mine pretty easily. Yeah, Freo as well. North and Gold Coast. It's a nothing game. Nothing game. Gold, Gold Coast, Coast, I think. Yeah. yeah. Geelong West Coast. Speaking First of nothing versus games. last. Well, this or is literally nothing game. We have a top eight team in there, but the two games clear on top. Geelong, so it makes no difference if they win or lose. No, it doesn't. They yeah. can lose and they'll still finish first. This so is the nice tune-up for them. Hundred percent gives Cameron a week to, a week to yeah. rest after we heard he did his hamstring, low grade, so he'll miss. But yeah, no, Cats quite comfortable. What are the odds on this one? A dollar two for Geelong to uh, West Coast, fifteen dollars. <laughs> a bit of a blowout there. Yeah, and West Coast have a horrific record at Geelong as well. Yes, they even do. when they were good, they. Uh, could never win there. So imagine what this week's going to do. Yeah, nothing good for them. Saturday night, Essendon-Richmond. 
Another another rivalry game. You yeah, talked about Carlton Collingwood. I mean, yeah. there's not anything really on the line for this one. I mean, Richmond win this, you'd we probably finish. Oh, we would. We would. We'd lock in seventh spot, but yeah. it doesn't really matter. We don't know who's gonna who's gonna finish where above us anyway. So, but you lose, you go eighth if Carlton win. Yeah. So if we lose, yeah. we go eighth if you and then if you guys win. But seventh, eighth spot it doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter too much. So it's a bit of a nothing game as well. The week Essendon's just had. I mean. I mean, everything points to Richmond unless they sack um, Brett Ratton. Brett, oh, Brett Ratton. <laughs> I was looking at, I was looking at a photo of rats on my thing. <laughs> I had rats on my screen, and I was looking at him. Uh, they are very similar. <laughs> well, they've got yeah, they're in name simi- name wise. They're in um, they're in similar situations as well. Yeah. I guess with uh, disappointing, um, yeah, disappointing seasons. But no, I think if Essendon don't sack the coach, then um, we'll be right. Yeah, I think Tigers win. Essendon have been putrid the last couple of weeks, and. Um, yeah, I think you guys want to go into into the finals with form, you'd say. Yeah, well, we've won three on the trot at the moment. I mean, yeah. we win another one. Four, I mean, not that we, Brisbane was probably the big one, but yeah, you're going with four wins in a row in the finals. You're going pretty confident, I'd yep. imagine. So yeah, I think we win this pretty comfortably. Yep. Also on Saturday night, we've got the showdown, Port Adelaide and Adelaide. Nothing game, yeah, but both f- been in pretty good form of late. Adelaide have won three in a row and Port obviously had a big win against the Bombers. After losing four in a row. So mm. they've bounced back strong. But I think Port, their, their win-loss record, again, doesn't reflect, I think, their ability and where they can go. So obviously no finals for either side. But yeah, I think Port will get this one done. They just look the more mature, well, better drilled side. Yep. Yep. I think Port as well. This is where it gets interesting. Sunday afternoon, Hawthorne and the Bulldogs. Well, I know who you want to win. Tassie. Oh, this is... Um, I mean, after what Hawthorne dished up last week, I'd give them absolutely no hope. But well, that's the thing. And with the players, they're, they're missing. Jeez, mm. I'm yawning. <laughs> You're boring me with this stuff. I was trying to hold it. Hawthorne's <laughs> just tied you out. I was trying to hold it in. I, I couldn't hold it in. It's been a long day for me. But um, and You gave it the sound effect as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was trying to hold it. I couldn't do it. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing netball tonight. Yeah, 9.30 game. It's uh, 20 past 8 at the moment. 9.30 <laughs> game. Jeez, it's going to be a long one. But yeah, now for me, yeah, doggies. Doggies yeah. get this one done. I mean, Tassie, which plays in Hawthorne's favour normally, but with their full side not in, I think it's going to be hard. And the dogs need to win. Well, with fine, yeah, exactly. Dogs win. Um, they've just got too much on the line to, I mean, I'd absolutely love to see Hawthorne win because it would lock us in for finals no matter what happens in the Collingwood game be a lot less stressful for you wouldn't it yes absolutely but then at the same time I'd, I'd, I'd rather us go in with the the want to win anyway just form wise you want to go we you just said you could be going into the finals with four wins in a row we'd be going in with four losses in a row if we lost to Collingwood and and snuck in so that's true but I feel like the, the rivalry between Carlton Collingwood would be enough to like give you guys yeah, the want exactly regardless. in front of 90 95,000 people yeah should be right up there but yeah Back to the Hawthorne game before. We're creeping to the Carlton Collingwood way too uh, eagerly. Um, away. But yeah, I think the Bulldogs. Bulldogs should um, should get the job done there. But Absolutely. wouldn't surprise me with the Hawks. They're good down in Tassie. So. Well, yeah, yeah, they've done some yeah dangerous things there. But I think no. with their side out, yeah. it's going to hurt them. Yeah. Here it is. We finally got there. The big one. It is the big one. Carlton Collingwood. Is My love for Carlton aside, this is a massive. How do you, as a neutral, see this? Well, like I said, oh, I'm, like are you as pumped up as, you know, Carlton Collingwood supporters would be? 
Oh, maybe just not, as a neutral. Maybe not as a Carlton Collingwood fan would be, but I'm not far behind. Mm. I'm yeah, I'm over the moon that this is this is the matchup that's happening, and obviously not ideal for you guys, but. Oh, when you guys lost on Saturday night, I thought this game has so much riding on it now. Mm. It's going to be huge. The, the atmosphere will be pumping. The players will be up and about. And this has made it even more exciting for mine. I'm looking at the sports bet odds. Do you want to know what the odds are? They're dead game? even, aren't they? They're dead even. What is it? Dollar ninety-two or dollar yeah. ninety-two. They're dead even odds. So th- you can't even really separate mm. these two sides. And Carlton need to get Collingwood back for earlier in the season. And it's huge, you know. Collingwood want to get back at Carlton so Max can piss off Marcus. It's just there's so much going on with this game. It's going to be massive. But I don't know. I don't know who to tip. Yeah, what's your tip? I don't, I don't know. I, look, my tip is Carlton and multiple reasons. My Hard to separate them, but my tip is Carlton. One, because I think they've had too good of a season to not play finals now. I think they deserve to play finals with the season they've had. You could argue that you know, the games have coughed up means they don't deserve it. But I think with the, the form that they've had, the way they've turned their seat, they're not their season, their club around in the last year and a half, I think they absolutely deserve to be there. And I think when they're at their best, um, they're hard to stop. And I think the loss on Saturday night is going to hurt, it's going to sting. And I reckon they'll, um, they'll come out pretty hot. I don't know. Is that just me? It puts us in the finals. Well, that's mm. the thing. Is I mean, Collingwood, yes, they want to play top four, obviously. But I feel like making the eight compared to making the top four has a little bit more weight weight to it. Because the top four, you're still playing finals regardless mm. if, you, if you fall out of that top four. You want the double chance, obviously. Um, but I think there's a little bit more weight riding on it for Carlton. I just yeah. think that, that you'd imagine that would have to get them over the line, wouldn't it? Yeah, you'd think, you'd think so and you'd hope so. Um, with, with Ginevan to miss and potentially Trelaw, yeah. uh, not Trelaw, um, Trelaw definitely not playing for yeah. him on the weekend. <laughs> Dugowie um, yeah. isn't playing for him. Taylor Adams, um, is, Taylor Adams is most so likely out. So big outs for him. And I know you guys are missing Kennedy as well, though. So, but then yeah, well, Will Setterfield came in for Kennedy, or essentially for Kennedy last weekend and played his role and, and did very well. Um, was incredibly impressive. So, if he slots into Kennedy's position, we've got that covered. Um, quite Chero. well. So Ch- Chero should come back in this weekend too. And um, we threw Doherty into the midfield last week. who was great um, in there. Yeah, yeah, this is a big one. It's, this this is, is massive. Like, I feel sick about this game. Like, I i don't think I've been this nervous for a Carlton game in, in years. Um, I probably can't even think of the last time I was. Um, I'm anxious for there's you. There's just so much riding on it. Um, the fear of failure because... You know, we've been dreaming of finals all year. We were there, you know, about to finish in the top four at one stage and to miss out entirely and to do it against Collingwood of all teams would be bloody hard, bloody hard to take. But I think especially if Collingwood were about the Collingwood chance. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if it's late in the game, they're up by, say, 10, 15 points and you start to hear the Collingwood. Yeah, be- Have to excuse us there, guys. Marcus got... Way too excited talking about Carlton Collingwood and we had to have a change of pants, but we're back. <laughs> we're back after that short little break. We finished uh, talking about the game now. I think. Well, I tipped yeah. Carlton. Who did yeah. you? You didn't um, give us your tip. Yeah, I, we can't lose this. You manifesting yeah. it? I think. Yeah, you I were think doing so. it before. You were saying we've got this. We like. Yeah, I think you just speaking it into existence. I think so. Yeah, I think I. I just think we we. Yeah, we. There's too much on the line for us to lose that. I think. Um, yeah, finals on the line. We're playing Collingwood. 90,000, people there coming off a heartbreaking loss. Yeah, I think we can't we can't drop it. 
All right. Not saying, not saying we won't, but I'm just in yeah. my head, we can't. I think everyone knows what you mean. Yes. Except Max. Yeah. But we'll move on. We've got St. Kilda, Sydney, last game. Final game. Finishes it off. It's a, it's a weird one because obviously St. Kilda's done. Um, but Marvel Stadium, Swans need to win for top four as well. They could fall out of the top four, which is bizarre seeing as they're second in the ladder as we speak. But I think Sydney is just way too good, way too yep. strong, and they'll uh, get the job done. Yeah, I think Swans as well. Saints uh, are done now, so I think Swans are looking way too good to, to drop that one. Alrighty, that is it. That is our last season preview. That's for yeah, or a, a round. Yeah, round preview. Round. I said season. Jeez. You said season. Round preview. We all knew what you meant. Oh well. Okay. Um, well, well, let's. Uh, well, you got you got your segment tonight. I got my segment tonight. You okay. it, last it, could, week. it honestly could be that we're at finished. You know, round twenty three is here, and that could be my crime of a season's yeah, done. Well, but get, it's not. So get we'll it. get into it either way. Probably spoken about this one before. Um, I'll get right into it. It's the stand rule. Now, I've touched on it. I've spoken about the umpires, the ruling before. And I just saw, I can't remember the players involved, but I saw another example of it on the Friday night for the St. Kilda Brisbane game. And I, I can't believe that this rule went around for a second year straight and that there's a good chance it'll go around again next year. For such a small infringement of potentially taking a step to the side and a 50-meter penalty comes into place and most of the time it results in a goal, I think is way too harsh of a penalty for way too small of an infringement. And on the weekend, like I said, I can't remember the players involved, but I'm pretty sure St. Kilda having to, had the ball about 55 metres out and the Brisbane player sees, I believe it was Zach Jones running on the outside, running for an open footy. Now, the Brisbane player just instinctively has gone to step sideways to try and cut Jones's run off. He's taken one step, realised, and stopped. Like, he stopped himself after taking one step, but he's moved, so it's a 50-metre penalty, and they go to the goal square, kick a goal. Didn't obviously change the, um, the result. However, that is way too harsh of a penalty. And that was just one example that reminded me that why this rule is is so flawed. I mean, there's other rules in the game that people not, aren't fans of, like the 666, but I can see, you know, reasons why that's working. And yeah, I think the stand rule occasionally, you know, comes into play and does some good things. But I think it's just the penalty for moving so ever so slightly is way too harsh. Yep. And I think it's going to go. Yeah, completely agree. I think I think this will be scrapped. In the off-season. Imagine, hypothetically, a team loses a grand final because someone took half a step to their right on the mark and then they get a 50-meter penalty mm. into the goal square and they kick goal, win the game. Yeah. For half a step to the right. Like, yes, it's the rule, I know, but that is a ridiculous rule and a ridiculous punishment. So, yeah, it's got to go. Mm. Yeah. No. I completely agree. Um, big call time. You've got one? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You're, you're probably nervous. I've been I really good that. with them lately. That's the thing. And I understand that. You've, you've been, you're probably nervous to... It's almost like when you, you're shooting hoops and you're about to walk off the court and you go, I can't leave till I hit that last one. You hit it. It's a beautiful shot. You've loved that you hit, the, you hit it. And you want to have another one because you've got that temptation now. You're on, you're on a bit of... You're, you know, you've got form and you're on fire. But you've got to walk away from it. But you're not doing that tonight. You're giving us a big call. No. Okay. My big call this round... Your big call is you forgot the sting. Oh, I've been all over the shop tonight. Um, big call. 
I'll stick with the blues pot, blues pies flavor. The game will be decided after the siren. Oh God, that! I don't think you'd survive that. No, nah. I don't. I honestly don't think you would survive if it came to a queue. Who? This isn't doesn't have to be a part of the big call. But who do you, who do you reckon kicks it? Love for it to be Jack Nunes again, but nah. surely nah. not. Um, if you had to pick any player from Carlton, you'd go Nunes. Nah. Oh, geez, it's a, it's, yeah. I've, I know who I'd. If I was a Carlton supporter, I know who I'd want to kick it. Charlie. No. Nah. Yeah. Sauce. Yeah, he doesn't miss a set shot. Doesn't miss set shots, and he is Carlton. Mm. Oh yeah, that. Geez, he, like, he, he, his he'd, blood he'd would his blood would be navy. Like he'd strip and run into the crowd. He would. <laughs> That's how much it means to him. Maybe I maybe I change my opinion then, and who would want to take that last kick? <laughs> right to where you're sitting. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I reckon if I was a Carlton fan, I'd want Sauce taking that shot. Yeah. He just he is the club. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, if you if you yeah, think of it like that. Or I mean, if you're going to say Sauce, you can say Paddy Cripps. Yeah, you could. I just think because of the family legacy with yeah. Sauce, I think that's the one. Like, imagine, obviously, very hypothetical, but imagine he kicks it. You guys play finals. You make a whole lot of grand final, and you watch it. You know what I mean. And then years to come, you yeah. remember you got there because Jack Silvani. Yeah, it's true. Like a Silvani. Like yeah, I feel like that'd be huge. Well, that's how what what happened with Melbourne last year. Max Gorn kicked the goal after the siren in the last round against Geelong, and look what happened. Yeah, a little different. Because a little Melbourne different. Melbourne were guaranteed finals and at that point. They weren't playing for a finals. They spot. were playing for top spot. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's very different. But yeah, they're right. He kicked the goal after the siren. But why? I mean, if. Maybe that was if my Silvani, next big call. If Silvani misses this one, you guys don't play finals, and if you know, it's a different. Uh, but I, anyway. I probably should, this. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said anything. Now, if that happens, I'll even just thinking about that just makes me ill. Um. All right, that's enough. Yeah, we're done. We're done. That's enough. Last round of the season. How crazy! Next time we speak, it's going to be a preview of the the final series. Can you believe it? We will know the matchups by then. Um. And yeah, I can't believe that crazy so thank you again for tuning in and we will chat next week